Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship Podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello. Hello, Devin. New Hello. Uh, new father for the second time. Congratulations. New second, new second time father. Thank you. Thank new you. Second. <laughs> All right, Devin, what do you got for us today? Perfection is finally obtained, not when there is no longer anything to add, but when there is no longer anything to take away. I when guess, I first, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. When I read that, yeah. I thought it would be the quote. It's like, you know, perfection is just, it's, you, you can't obtain it. It's just whenever the project's over, that thing, that quote. But, um, right, yeah. I, it's kind of nice. It's like, uh, obviously, perfection, there's, nothing's perfect. But if you can get to a point right. where you, you, you don't want to take anything else away, or you think you've gotten to a point like, oh, this is it. And I'm not going to strip right. anything back. I'm not going to, I've gone far enough where I think, it's in a good. It's in a good place. Yeah, and I think that that's coming from the perspective of someone who's a learner, right? Mm-hmm. You're like taking as much as you can, learning, learning, learning. You pull, you like strip what you can out of it completely, and when there's no longer anything to take away, then you've potentially reached some some level of perfection. Um, I think that's good, you know, as opposed to like the I'm trying to do something perfect, right? It's like I'm trying to pull all I can from what's around me to obtain some level of perfection. <clears throat> or maybe when mm. you can stop to tear it, you, you, you're not tearing it down anymore. Whether that's with your thoughts or your opinions on what the project is. Mm. If it's not, you know, like, ah, this could be that, this could be this. That's all like pulling away from it. Right. That could be a part of like taking away. Right. Once you're done with that process. When you when right. you stop to yeah. find the the obvious faults, maybe that's where where that mm, little bit right. lies. Yeah, see, like in my perspective, that's more of like the addition stuff. Like keep adding until it, but but I like that. You know, it's like you're looking for things that don't feel right. You know, you're trying to identify the wrong in it, and when you can no longer pull away the wrong, right? You know, there's it's, you've stripped it away of all of what you can identify as quote unquote wrong, or it doesn't feel. Like it works for what you're doing. Say it's a painting. You know, you you strip away everything. You've pulled everything you can from it until there's no longer anything to pull that's mm-hmm. standing out to you for being, mm-hmm. you know, incorrect or wrong. Then then you've reached the level of perfection. I don't know. I think that's somewhere in between those two things. Like the the <laughs> like working to make it better. You know, but yeah. <laughs> Pick your uh, bit there. But, um, <clears throat> cool, good stuff. We don't have to wax <laughs> on about <laughs> this. We uh, yeah. got we got a bunch of stuff to get into and um, oh yeah, and not much time to do it. I don't think we're actually gonna shoot for an hour today. Got the baby in the other room, little baby Grant. Yeah, yeah, um, brand new baby boy. Congratulations so yeah. again. Thank uh, you. Wonderful awesome. things happened and terrible things happened this week. I had uh, uh, <laughs> my second child, and then the Orioles got knocked out of the playoffs by a sweep. Oh, oh that was a dagger. <laughs> but we don't have to go on about that. I'll cry a little bit. Yeah, we were right. we were joking a little bit because we were all the family was on a um we were on a, a group thread. Originally, yeah, well, yeah. like different things, group text. It yeah. was originally about uh, the baby, but then it went on to like, all right, go O's. <laughs> and then I was just complaining, and then mom was 
our mom was being positive. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, don't be positive her. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't really mind. But it is, it's that person at like the football party or the, or the baseball party. Mm, and right. uh, no offense to mom, but it's usually a girl who's like, well, <laughs> at least it was fun. And it, it's like too early for that. You know, it's like, <laughs> let the game finish. Let me be mad for 10 minutes. And I'll be yeah. back. But don't right. do it halfway through. Like, oh, well, it just doesn't really matter at all. All your... All the reasons why you're upset don't really matter at all. So <laughs> don't try to downplay my emotions. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I, I'm let allowed me be to be in my emotions for a minute. Yeah, right. There's a big build up. So excited. All, yeah, I work for the Orioles. I've been there the whole time. I'm <laughs> dedicated to the team. I could be angry. They're playing like junk. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was listening to uh, to the radio this morning. Listening to the fan, Baltimore, you know, local sports talk, and uh, and they were talking about <clears throat> like liking and disliking different teams and people and stuff, and and uh, and and Rob was like, um, he's like, yeah, you know, like someone said, and like now you got to root for. Uh, you know, you got to root for Texas because they like they've swept swept uh, Tampa and then swept us and <clears throat> and like you know now they're gonna go all the way. He's like, no way. He's like, I hate them. <laughs> like, I hate them right now. You gotta let <laughs> me hate them for a while. They just beat us. I'm gonna hate them. Like, I don't care. I want them to lose. He's like, I want them to be driving their bus to the plane and the bus breaks down. <laughs> like, to go to the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't want their plane to break down. I'm not wishing harm on anybody, but you know, <laughs> like, I feel the same. Give, I, I, give me I my minutes. Feel, yeah. Some people are like, well, it's this league or that league. Like, now I'm rooting for no, like, because then for forever, they're. Anytime you see their story about going to the World Series, mm, right. it's highlights of, of beating us. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So you have yeah. to watch that the rest of your life. Like, And they smashed the Orioles yeah, 101 team. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, so no. No, I want them to lose and be forgotten. And <laughs> Yeah, and right. I, exactly. I want the feeling of like, well, it didn't matter anyway because they didn't, they didn't go anywhere with it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, yeah, I need that justification. <laughs> and my thing is, is just I know it's at least we have a good team now and, and – I know it maybe right. maybe we'll well maybe you'll have it again next year, but it's a since I work for him, it's just a lot of games to sit through again. It's like all right, yeah. start over, do eighty games, and then we'll try again. Yeah, right, exactly. I want to be back here tomorrow. <laughs> I, I know. Try again. I only try. No, no. Give work me another 80, shot. At work it. eighty games. Work half a year, and then we'll, we'll see what we can do again. <laughs> like, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. That was uh, that was tough. I was actually watching uh, the game on Tuesday night we were at a after party after racing uh sail sailing and um and we had the we had that game three up um somebody brought a projector and you know somebody had the their their login to whatever mlb.com so had it, had it up playing with speakers and stuff outside you know eating gumbo and oysters and <laughs> a bunch of stuff and beers and everything watching. was perfect except for the game Exactly. Washed up to about the seventh inning, and we're like, "We're done. <laughs> okay, yeah. time to time to head home." <laughs> like, Ugh. Yeah. That was a dagger, man. Shush. But anyway, mm. on the fifth is when I had the kiddo. Yeah, when my wife yeah, had the kiddo, awesome. I should say I didn't have much to do with it. I will say there's a wild story, and if you ever uh, see me in person and want to hear it, I'll probably tell you. But um, <laughs> um, basically, I I was the first. I was the first hands on on Grant. That's <laughs> pretty cool. It was yeah. it wasn't a doctor. It wasn't anybody. It was me. And then quickly <laughs> thereafter, a nurse. But uh, 
I'll let your Dang. imagination take take you where it wants. But it was it was wild, wild. and unexpectedly slow and then fast and then but mm. we got a, a healthy boy and everything's good and he's uh he's a week old today so yeah can you uh <clears throat> can you go into a little bit about like why you guys went to the hospital when you did because it was kind of early right you were like four or five days early yeah, it, was, it was just it was just some stuff they they wanted us to go in we had already gotcha. had a yeah. um we had already had a once you're of us over 35 they have you come in once mm-hmm. a week towards the end there because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. everything is like quote-unquote high risk you know right because at 35 you're geriatric yeah right? i was gonna say is geriatric <laughs> so they just check you a lot more you know like right. all right come in we'll do everything we'll, we'll do a um scans and this and that and look at the baby right. and measure everything and make sure everything's going well and then but on the last check they just said all right well we think we're going to bring you in. There's this and this, but everything's okay. And then that's kind of how it went. So right on. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cool, man. That's yeah. That's wild. It's a, <laughs> it's truly a miracle <laughs> birth and, and children. And it's, it's, it's astounding. It's, it's like, I can't even <clears throat> like wrap my head around the gravity of what <laughs> happens to like, you know, the combining of two people to make another person. It is just in the moment, especially as a father and someone who's been there when a child was born, when my daughter was born, it is like just completely awe inspiring. Like that doesn't even that doesn't even capture the gravity of it. Like it's just the most amazing thing. It's it's amazing. It is. It's so. uh <clears throat> And you like, not, don't have many words uh, when it happens. It's just, it just, you know, right. you're, you're just so happy. I will say the process now is, since there are so many checks and tests and a million yeah. things, it's like, okay, this month we're gonna find if they have all their limbs. This month we're gonna find right. if they're this or that. This month we're gonna find if you know their brain is there. <laughs> like, you know, right? It's yeah. like a million yeah, every yeah. time they talk. It's just so it's 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 just really stressful on those yeah. moments, and then uh, your wife is sick all the time, or mine was, and yeah, right, and just uncomfortable and and upset, and it's just like yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, some of it's you know the majority of it's fine, but then there's a lot of moments like that that are just really tough and really um a lot of. I don't know, anxiety and pressure and, and worry right. for so yeah. long. So when the baby does come out and starts crying and, 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 you know, the nurses are like, Oh, you got a, you got a baby. Like everything's okay. Look, you know, and they're all happy for yeah. you. Then it's just like, Oh, such a weight. And that's when you cry <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But oh, I was, man. I was, I was ready this time. The first time I was, I was bawling so much that, uh, <laughs> Caitlin had to like, push me and be like hey they want you to cut the cord because they were trying to tell me but i was just like <laughs> you know blubber <laughs> <laughs> now it's old hat you're like this right, time i was ready i'm like all right here we go <laughs> the situation was different too there was already a lot going yeah. on but it was like i was like all right are they gonna let me do it are we in too much of a rush to get this done right. or, or i was yeah. like i was like going standby like here we go i'm ready to go i'm ready cut, to work cut that thing ready. like a pro yeah <laughs> i was gonna say like obviously without without going into the details of it just like the when when you kind of were telling me the story i was like man if if you hadn't have been there for your first child's birth or if like this was your first i would have felt gypped 
you know, like, <laughs> oh man, that's it. Like I missed, you <laughs> know, not really, you know what I mean? Like, like it's all kind like of a, all the, all the labor event. stuff, all the labor. Yeah. Department. Right. Yeah. Not necessarily that, but just like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like, oh, kind of missed. Well, the first on one went but... for 36 hours. So this <laughs> one was, this one was much faster and everyone was relieved mm-hmm. once we knew that he was okay. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, it's insane. Cool. Well, I'm excited to meet him. You know, that's, uh, yeah. How is everything over, going? Yeah. You can come over anytime now. Just bring some food and we'll eat. <laughs> nice. And you're welcome. We'll let to you bring. in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sweet. We'll definitely do that. I would love to <laughs> come up and meet him. How's everything going at home? All's good? Good, man. It, um, you know, we're starting to get into a rhythm a little bit. He yeah. He's sleeping a, a little bit. Um, first couple nights were rough, but I feel like they always yeah. are. No one's in any rhythm. Yeah, right. And the kids are up like every 20 minutes. It's like, no, nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> you're just trying to figure out where you can squeeze in like any sleep. But then yeah. now now it's going, you know, knock on wood. He's pretty much sleeping, in, you know, and then they want you to feed him every three to four hours so he's usually getting up every two to three Mm -hmm. so at least you're you mean you're waking up a lot or i would say caitlin's waking up a lot right but i i try to keep him as late as i can you know just me and him out in the living room right deal with him as much as i can let her let her sleep for a while and then come in a little bit later around 12 or one o'clock and then get through that and then you know we all get up at six or seven anyway so yeah right minimize the um the wake up times in between yeah right that's good and you know i would i would say if there is one uh silver lining to the orioles not winning (laughs) is that you don't have work to be like pulled in each direction like you know you'd want to you'd want to work when you could you know obviously you still want to work when you can but it's one less yeah. thing to worry about, I guess, you know, yeah. <laughs> like you don't have to worry about going in, like being, being like torn, like, should I stay, you know, like, so yeah. And yeah, right. Yeah. So <clears throat> not that yeah. that's a great silver lining, but it's something <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you look at it that way, but yeah, no, that's great. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not torn, but I'm not making any money as well. So uh. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah, I'm here. No We're paternity poor. leave. From, yeah, no paternity leave. I get to share my me. love, yeah. not my money. There you go. That's the <laughs> most important thing anyway. Yeah. Paternity oh, leave. No, man. you don't get that as a gig worker. Yeah. I love the name, too. I love Grant. What a what a great name. It's like so yeah. classic, so like strong, you know. Uh, yeah. And then yeah, the middle name, uh, David, after your father-in-law. That's awesome, yeah. too. It's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he didn't have any boys, and most of his family, I don't think they had any boys. So right. their la- their last name didn't pass on because he had two daughters. So it was kind of that thing, like, throw him a bone. Yeah. You right, know, exactly. like, hey, you didn't, don't really have any, you know, you can't pass on the last name, but we'll, we'll pass on on your name, and we're happy to do yeah. that. And we like, we like Dave, so... There you yeah. go, David. And it, it works, you know, and it, it just works together well. And funny enough, yeah. we were looking through like, all right, Grant. And then, you know, it's like, what goes with Grant? And one said, Grant David. <laughs> well, <laughs> they even suggested it. So it was like <laughs> right, a random exactly. suggestion. <laughs> but names Grant, are, names are so tricky. And, and <clears throat> yeah. And boys, like, you don't want to be too soft. You don't want to be too trendy. 
Right. But you don't want to be overly aggressive, you know. So Right. And you don't you know, there's some there's some a few grants first names. There's obviously a lot of well known grant last names. Right. And then uh, we were um we went to see Jurassic Park, Caitlin and I, like two months ago oh, when she was yeah. very pregnant. And constantly <laughs> they're like, Grant, Doctor Grant, Grant, Grant <laughs> I was like, Yeah, it's a sign. I just like looked over and smirked and she was like laughing. <laughs> so when did you guys come up with the name? Because I know you didn't tell anybody the name until after he was born, just because like you didn't want to get a weird reaction from somebody yeah. or you just yeah. wanted to keep it like personal. When did you come up with the name? Um, was it like I right after? Like it was, I feel like it was early on. And it was okay. like one of those things where we're like a couple weeks, we're just shooting each other down. Like, nah, that thing, I don't like that. I don't like that. That <laughs> name's weird. I know a guy, this, you know, that's weird. Yeah, blah, 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 right. Blah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a million personal reasons for each stupid name, and then I—I I don't know. I really don't know where we got the name. It's probably just on some list because right. I would send her a bunch in a row. Like I'd read read through lists at work and just start sending them. Right. Even if I didn't know if I liked them yet, you know, you yeah. just kind of go kinda like get that push. About, uh, yeah, like right. you get a little feeling yeah. about a name. You send like five over towards her, right? And then she sends a few my way, and we shoot kind of shoot them down, and then. It kind of ended up like we didn't not like Grant, and then it just kind of right. grows on you. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. did not not like Grant. I should say, right? Like, we like we liked it. Like, oh, that's interesting. That's kind of cool. Kind of nice. So yeah, there was nothing Grants. that like. Yeah, it, it stayed on the list, right? Because there was yeah. no reason to get rid of it. Not that it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're both like, oh, that's cool. You know, it can grow on you and grow on you, and mm-hmm. yeah. So nice. we just kind of started thinking, thinking of him as Grant, and then. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't tell anyone just because I think we told some people in Maeve and it's, I, there is no good reaction. Right. You know, I mean, it's, it's kind of, we are, if we've already picked it. Yeah. In, in our minds, there is no, if there's only, to me, there's only bad reactions that can affect you. Like a good reaction right. is like, oh, yeah. I love that. And that's fine. It doesn't, we already love it too. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but there's like, oh, that's. That's a name. That's interesting. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I knew Is a guy really? who, you know, died in a house fire. Yeah, that was a grant. <laughs> like, oh, that's fine, though. That's not anything weird about that. You're like, oh, <laughs> right, house exactly. fire guy. What? <clears throat> right. You so, don't want it to. You don't. You don't want it to sway your. Yeah, yeah I mindset, didn't need. I, yeah, know? I didn't need it. Like, it's it's the positives weren't there about sharing. Right, and you, right, you know, right. My, might as well. Everyone right. knows the sex of the baby these days. There's like nothing yeah. left, to, nothing left to keep to yourself. So right. it's like, eh, we'll just hang on to that. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I People mean, who want to meet him and see him and talk, they'll know. Like, yeah, you'll know yeah. when he comes. He'll, yeah. he'll be here. <laughs> yeah. No, I I like it. I uh, when when Crin was born, we knew pretty early on. Um, <clears throat> I would say when before, like we had already talked about baby names over the years because I always loved the name Christian. <clears throat> that was my, my best friend growing up, his middle name, uh, Joel. And I always loved that name. And like when I told Nicole as we were, you know, married and thinking about having kids and stuff, and she really liked it as well. Um, and we even came up with a middle name, which would have been Turner, uh, which is, you know, from 
the paint the painter Turner, which we both thought just sounded you know was a great name and a strong name and a good historical name, and so yeah, we had that name like all picked out Christian Turner O'Hara, but then we didn't have any you know specific girls' names picked out until we realized that it was not going to be a boy. <laughs> <laughs> we we're like, okay, I guess we got to find a girl's name now, um, and we had a couple on the list. <laughs> Christina. For the, <laughs> yeah right exactly Christina <laughs> yeah uh, but um but yeah so did you have any other any other names did I already ask that any other names on the list that you thought of before I you think we of... did but then they just faded away <clears throat> yeah and I, every once in a while I'd be like well did did you like this and she's like no no I didn't know I never liked that <laughs> you're like dang Everyone. Like you kind of have to hit them. <laughs> kind of have to kind of hit them with like at other, sometimes if it's terrible, you know. But if they're like, yeah, eh, then you're like, oh, maybe we can like grow. Like Maeve. Apparently, I shot down Maeve when I first <laughs> was she suggested because I think I, I think I said like Mavis, like like an old lady. But then I so yeah, like, right. I like I like Mavis Staples, which is an old R and B singer. Right. Um, yeah. I was like, well, I really like her, but I don't like Mavis. Just sounds too old. Right. Is it Maeve? Oh, that's kind of nice. And then you kind of, and it kind of kept popping up in like um, Irish heritage books and stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, and that it was that was kind of nice. And then Grant is, I think, it, I think it's English, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's used as a last name, but sometimes it's been used as as a first name. And you know, it's kind of cool. It's it's strong. It's it's. Yeah. I, I, we we liked it enough, and so we're like, all right. Yeah, no, yeah, it's cool. great. Yeah, it's an awesome name. I love it. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's like, <clears throat> it's just different enough that it stands out, mm-hmm. but not so different that it's funky, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's mm-hmm. like, uh, <clears throat> strong enough that it feels like a good boy's name, but not like, it's not like Rocky, you know, or like something that's just like right, over the top. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, you know, it's it's just a good balanced name and you know, it's yeah, it's a strong name. I think um we've done a pretty good job <laughs> as O'Hara boys naming our children with like interesting, you know, strong names. Um, you know, our our oldest brother Derek has two uh children, Gabriel and Abigail, and then Drew has Finley, and then you now have Maven Grant and I have Corinne. So Drew's having a baby girl. Sometime February, I forget when when uh, Steph's due. I think he's so. four four months behind. Okay, so that would be uh, November, yeah, December, February. January, yep. February. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> cool. So we'll see uh, what they. You know, I think I think they're they're leaning towards some type of Italian feeling name. You know, things that they've kind of thought of just because, like, cause, yeah, <laughs> little bambino, because 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 Steph's Italian. So you know, but again, like just interesting names. You know, that have yeah. like some some character to them without being um, without being kind of too far over the top. You know, right? Some type of trendy yeah. mashup. But you know, I mean, really, right. whatever people like. See, that's the thing. If someone threw a trendy name at me i might make a face so i don't it doesn't matter what i think about your kid's name exactly right and 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 if i throw an old worldy name or something like grant and maybe you hate something to do with any like hugh grant i hate hugh grant or something like that you know like you have some weird thing it doesn't matter you just pick what you and your significant other like and then Mm -hmm. just go with it it's fine 
Right, exactly. I mean, if, they're, if they grow up as a terrible person, no one will like them anyway. The name won't save <laughs> right, them. exactly. And if they're a great person, then it won't matter what their name is. It will like, people will love the them because they're great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> we just got to get some really like great Adolfs, you know, Adolfs in the world, and some Adolf's. good. Uh, I think that one's gone. <laughs> Hussein, you know. <laughs> Hussein. <laughs> yeah, there's no coming back from these, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, isn't what's in that. Brock's what's Brock's middle name? What's Obama's yeah? I think it name? is something like that. See, yeah, yeah. I'm saying Obama, right? He's yep. bringing it back a little bit. Yeah, you're like, okay, all right, I can see him. Okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> did a good job, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, good times. Yeah, like you said, I mean, there's there's not really anything you can do, and there's no reason to like to tell the name because if you already enjoy the name, then. Like you said, there's there's no like the positives are there. Someone's like, oh, what a great name! You're like, yeah, we we know that, right? It's not. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. If I guess if you were like hesitant, right, and then you kind of want to feel it out with some other people, like maybe you go to your closest relatives or family or parents or whatever, and be like, hey, what do you think about this? You know, um, you know, if you're like on the fence, you might be able to get swayed by you know a friend or something or you know yeah. confidant, but uh, but otherwise, <clears throat> yeah, like if. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think, like you said, if it's like a random person, there's no reason to tell them. I think family, like family is going to love your children no matter what. So, but again, you don't want to put the people in the position to then feel weird about it. You know, be like, Oh, I, I made a weird face and I shouldn't have. And then you feel right. weird about like, it. So either, yeah, there are trap like thing traps that people can fall in either you'll feel bad or i'll feel bad yeah right like so it doesn't matter it's almost like a tattoo just you're gonna get it get it (laughs) yeah walk around like what do you think about this tattoo oh you like this tattoo hey mom dad what do you think about this tattoo (laughs) all your friends at work what do you think about this no you just can get the tattoo and then yeah People kind of go and go, oh, that's nice. That's all you need to know. <laughs> you don't have to say that. Yeah, right, exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it's I, too late now. This, this is what I chose. <laughs> Although you are the exception, uh, being you know named Adam when you were born, and then the name oh. changing. You know, so mom and dad were getting all the, the uh, oh, Adam, okay, really? No D? Not another D? He's going to, you know, three, three D brothers, Derek, Drew. True. Dustin and then no no D. Maybe that's um, why I'm I'm so, <laughs> so Yeah, right. Not that I it's just like, <laughs> oh I can there might be a lot of influence. <laughs> like just Right. Well I think I think in mom and dad's case, they they were looking for a D name and they just couldn't find a good one that they both agreed on. And they both they both liked Adam. You know, it was like a good solid name, Adam and Eve, and just like a good name. And so they were, they agreed on that and they, they had found that. So they're like, okay, well, that's it. I think once they started getting a little bit of the, like the quote unquote pushback, you know, like people and, you know, friends and family being like, huh, okay. Mm. You know, they, then they were, they were probably just still looking, right? You know, because they were kind of like, well, the baby's born now. We yeah, haven't found maybe. a D name, so we got to name him something. You know, maybe that's <laughs> so, how they open the conversation. Or, or but right. it is kind of rude. I don't know if it's rude. You know, that's the crazy thing about having kids. <laughs> all these things, everyone takes all the things a lot differently, right? Because there's a lot of advice comes your way, and a mm-hmm. lot of different things and facts and this and that, and there's a million different ways to give it and take it. So it's kind of it's it's a very tricky business. All right. So, yeah. you know, I think maybe just keep a lot of stuff to yourself until it's 
already too late. And, the, and you know, if you can't say anything nice about my child, don't say anything else. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right, exactly. Just say, oh, that's nice, and just move along because it's not your kid to name. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you just... Mm. And you know, like like anything, you like, know, uh, like anything, everything grows on you, you know. And and like it doesn't matter what someone's name is or what they look like. As you as you get to know someone and they grow on you, they they become like way more because they're now a part of you. Like you know who they are, right? Like yeah, like I would is. say my you know as an example, my wife Nicole just gets more and more beautiful to me over the years because mm-hmm. I know her better and better, right? Like like just glints of smile and things and like you know she's 40 this year, I'm 40. Like we're 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 past our physical peak, you know. So there are like things that are changing, but like but I just, you know, <laughs> I can't like imagine, you know, when I see pictures of her now, to me, she's more beautiful than she was when I met her when she was 18, you know, Aww. like, like she's grown into herself as a woman and matured and like, and I, you know, it's also because I know her so well, you know? And so it's like, like anyone, as you get to know them, you know, you, you see more, you feel closer to them, you know, and, and, you know, it could be, uh, anyone like, Oh, and you know, if people fall, they fit into their names too. Like, oh uh, yeah, you know, Mave is a Mave, right? I don't know. Like, it's not not that I have any uh, some like any other thing to go with Mave, but that's just who she is. You know, like I hear you call her name, I hear Caitlin call her name, and you know, people mm. you know, like I call her name, and that's just uh, that's who she is. You know, right? So <laughs> I'll give it till you know, give it till when you guys are fifty. You guys are walking down here, so. <laughs> <laughs> talk that. Well, yeah, we've we've crossed the summit. Forty so. was good, but ooh, these last ten years <laughs> not true. Now, well. when I look back at forty, I was like, "Wow, you were really God, good." Back look, then. What, look what I had. <laughs> look what I had. <laughs> look this toothless troll that wanders the halls of my home now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Damn, that's some fucked up shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll take it back. She could have all her teeth, but you know, she might have all her teeth. Still. <laughs> no, I was yeah, it was that you were calling my wife that. It was like <laughs> just thinking about like your wife. Actually, like in that moment, I was imagining you talking about your own wife. You know, like okay. just us, as in us talking about our yeah, like, right. our own spouses. Anyone talking about their husband or wife? Yeah. This toothless troll walking around. No, she may be. A troll but her, her teeth are all intact <laughs> exactly look at that she, smile she's my troll <laughs> she's yeah right exactly <laughs> all right so yeah. babies got them done yep. got the them done. <laughs> now we got 30 minutes to, to discuss and you gotta give me the details man because yeah. just uh, playoffs and babies and stuff I had to sit on the sidelines this year and not go to maker yeah. camp and mm-hmm. i got a lot of questions oh. a lot of where's your brother that's where's devin where's that's your good. other half yeah there's a, that's a nice. lot of that Makes, yep that warms my cockles <laughs> <laughs> no yeah everyone like everyone who met you asked where you were if they didn't already know you know because some people already knew like listen to the podcast and stuff and they were like oh yeah you know how's devin doing hopefully you know how's has he had his baby yet blah 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 you know but a lot of it was like oh where's your brother where's devin like and i'd be like you know uh oh, sorry you know he, he couldn't come he had a baby on th- on thursday and they're like Oh, he already had it. He should be here. What's his excuse? There was a lot of <laughs> yeah, that. A lot of, yeah. what? He already had the baby and he's not here now? Come yeah. on. 
<laughs> what more is there to do? You know, his wife's there. She can take care of it. <laughs> you say, also, he there's playoffs, too. So it's a yeah, double. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, no, it was, um, it was funny because, you know, a lot of people were like, at, like surprise. I mean, I don't know. Even people who knew that you were going to have a child and didn't really know exactly the date were like surprised that you weren't there. And I was like, well, of course he knew like from as soon as they knew when the baby baby's due date was like, you knew that you weren't going to be able to make her camp. So then I was like, Oh yeah, of course. Like they're like, Oh man, you know, that's such a shame. Like, well, you know, he knew, you know, like six months ago, like, you know, yeah, like, a lot of time to, Right, prepare for it. And then and that's my yeah, only like, the only way that I might have gone would be if the kid came really early. Mm. You know, if it was like mm. two weeks ago and everything was fine. Right. And also I didn't have to work the playoffs. Right. Then I might have gone like I mean I wouldn't have came up for the whole weekend, but I would have like maybe drove up on Saturday morning. Right. Yeah, stayed and like Saturday hung, Sunday hung out and Saturday yeah. and then and then, then Maybe just went back Sunday, like. But that was the right, only yeah. way. But I was already, you know, like that's ah, not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, and that's what you know. I talked to a few people who we saw at um, at Blade Show. You know, it was like, well, you know, Devin knew then. Like, I'm not going to go to Maker Camp. We got to go to Blade Show. I know. I told so, a million you know. people there. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> right, that's right. Because exactly, when so. I, because I always kept pushing you and pushing you, and you're like, yeah, eh, maybe. And then at the yeah, end, because I, like, I was like, I don't want to so go. Busy. Like, yeah, it's just not. And I was like, no, come on, we gotta go. Let's go. And then later on, it's like, well, yeah, you didn't know at the time, but right. this was like my only thing this year where I was going to see people. <laughs> right. So well, I think like, I did know at the time because you said you were like, you were like, I'm not going to go to Maker Camp. I definitely want to go. You know, like so I knew because okay. that was okay. early enough yeah, on because yeah. that was yeah. June or whatever. Right. We knew that was that was already. He knew the date, mm-hmm, but um, mm-hmm. and I think at the moment I was like. I was I was just like drained, you know. So I was like, like I could just use a break and not do it. But then, like right, you right. being like being excited got me excited. Like it just it was kind of just like I was playing it off you, you know. If you were like, <laughs> all right, no big deal, you know, I'd have been like, okay. But you were like, wait, no, we gotta go. I was like, all right, let's buy the tickets, let's do it. <laughs> like, I'm ready now, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of uh, like if some if you have your buddies like you're thinking yeah. like, oh, we talked about going to the bar, we talked about going out. Yeah. And you kind of give them like, hey, do you want to you want to do this thing tonight? And they're like, hell yeah, I blah blah blah. You're like, all right, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Like, it like brings right, up yeah, a exactly. Bit to it. Like, yeah. no, you're right. It will be fun. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, you're ready to. You're like on the. You're on the tipping point. You know, you're like yeah, could go either like, way. You know, right. like, I go either way. I can hang in and go out either way. It's fine. Right, and they're, right. they're all jazzed about it. You're like, all right, get you jazzed cool. again. So Let's yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know. Definitely, uh, definitely pumped to go to Blade Show, and definitely also pumped to go to Maker Camp, which is great because uh, this year I did uh, some demonstrations on bow making, which was really cool because um, they had a few more tents this year, and one of the tents they had was the guys from um, uh, Camp Arrowhead doing flint napping. Um, so oh, they had cool. that, and then you know they had. They had some other kind of more, a little bit more interactive stuff uh, this year, but um, you know it was cool because they kind of leaned a little bit into the primitive technology stuff. So they had um, some like uh, axe hanging. Um, yeah. uh, Tracy from uh, Bastion Head was doing axe hanging, so you could you know they had a, a whole bunch of draw horses. Cause remember we were talking to Patrick Reynolds, and he was making mm-hmm. more draw mm-hmm. horses after we talked to him, and 
Um, and yeah, so, so they did that and, uh, and then had, you know, I was up in the bow making tent, um, which or not the bow making tent in the woodworking tent, the Highlands hardwoods tent, um, with, uh, green street joinery. And, um, I know a guy, um, that's uh Viz and then, uh, Adrian from Hickory Homes Creations was up there. And then the shaper guys were up there. Um, so we had a, we had a solid tent. It was, it was good. And I had my little corner cause I didn't need much space, but kind of worked it just enough. Um, so I had this, I had like the front corner of the tent. So, you know, like up in the, um, up in the, uh, the tennis courts up on top. So if you've yeah. never been to maker camp, there's a big field. And then, um, on one side of the field, it kind of goes up a hill, maybe about, five or six feet up just kind of a gentle hill and then there's a flat and that's kind of where the campsites are and then there's also tennis courts up there um and uh and that's along one whole side and then there's uh the kind of there's a pool and a, and a pavilion on one side and then on the um on a th- the third side is uh kind of like some little houses and then they have what's called uh flea market row and then along the fourth side is a is a road and a string of bathrooms so that's like the four sides of this big field and then in the field the field's all one level um and this year there were tents all in the middle of the field and all throughout the whole field as well as along the edges because there were a couple extra tents and let's say let's say you're north if people are thinking you're at the north side of the right yeah of the uh of the of the square Right, exactly. Yeah, so I'm up on top, um, which, uh, yeah. So where I was, the tent, there were two tents up in the tennis court. So I was like, um, if you imagine that north ran straight through the middle of the two tents, I was closest to the field and to the middle of the two tents. I was in the front corner. Um, So right up on the edge, kind of looking out over all of Maker Camp, and so I had I had one table um, across the front, basically between me and the field, and then one table to my right, um, which then opened me up to the left side, which is where people would come into the tent, right? Because I didn't want to put an L shape that like blocked me from everybody. Yeah, yeah. And I I really didn't want I really wanted like two tables behind me and me to be sitting in the front so people could walk right up into the tent, especially because of Maker Swamp twenty twenty three. We had lots of rain <laughs> in the forecast. Uh but uh but yeah I wanted people to come right in and I also wanted people to be right there. Like I didn't really want to have um like a barrier between me. But having the L shape on my like in front of me and then behind me and, or, you know, not uh, on the side of me and behind me. Um, then ha- I was able to put all the bow staves up on the one that was like on the side. So that way everyone could see that and I could reference them. And then behind me were all the bows, the finished bows. And then I had a third table that was, was able to make shorter. And I had that kind of tucked under the side table and that had all my tools and everything on it. And then I had my draw horse, um, right there. So I was, able to work and access all my tools and then, you know, reference, you know, different types of wood, hickory and Osage and uh, red cedar, which I had some staves and then also reference the bows behind me. So it worked really well. It was, it was a great setup. Bring a sign. Uh, I did not bring a sign. Um, but fortunately uh, for, for me and for all of the presenters, um, uh, uh, um, Matt Serio, who was the one who also did the book for Mark Adams, um, and he also sent out books to tons of people since it began. He actually made signs for everyone, and so it had nice. had a photograph, like maybe uh, let's say six by eight 
uh, inches, maybe, or maybe like eight by, eh, maybe six by eight. And then, uh, it, that would, you'd be photographed and it was mounted to a piece of wood and all like shellacked. And then it had a QR code next to it. And then below it, it had the, your name mm. or like your Instagram name. Mm. So it was like the picture. And it also had the maker camp logo. So it was like picture and maker camp logo, a QR code. So someone could scan it. It would take you right to your Instagram page and then your name below it. And so he made them for everybody. So it was like amazing. Matt did so much stuff, uh, for why maker you, camp. Why didn't you bring the yield? AOC sign. I did bring that one. Yeah, I brought the uh, I brought the archery sign. So and at least so you I hung, have. Yeah, I hung that one over on the door of the shipping container. So, oh, nice. nice. Uh, so we had a 40-foot shipping container for the shooting range. Oh, yeah. So that was, yeah, that was hanging on that so people kind of knew where to go. Um, although the Highland Hardwoods truck was, like, parked right in front of the tent, kind of up on top of the hill, which kind of blocked the view a little bit. But it's okay because... I had um, an hour each night that I kind of designated as like shooting range time. And mm -hmm. um, I, like the first night I went a little longer, we went to about five to six thirty. but the other two nights we were pretty much straight around an hour. Although the second night we had more people uh, waiting to shoot, but it wasn't so many people that I was there for hours. Right. And that was okay. Like I'm happy to like slow down a little bit and work with just a few people and people would come up like, so I did, um, I did two one hour demos each day, two Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday on Friday. My time slots were from, uh, two to three and four to five. And, and so instead of, um, taking a break for an hour, I just, I just demoed straight through for those three hours, two to five. Right. And then at five o'clock we all walked over and I had a bunch of people shooting, um, which is great. You know, I was able to like string up all the bows and talk, you know, kind of, you know, I'd been, I'd been demoing and just generally talking about bow making and, and fielding questions for the three hours and the same thing for the next two days. You know, every time I was doing stuff, there would be, there would be the general stuff. I would be like, I'd talk about what I was doing, but then I'd also talk about just bow making in general, the different types of woods and how to prepare them and, you know, all the stuff, like basically yeah. any questions people had. Um, but that first night we went over and shot and, um, the uh i had uh, one of the guys that was hanging out quite often throughout the weekend his name was bradley really good guy he hung up hung out with me for a bit and he kind of saw a whole bunch of the process throughout the whole weekend and um he was shooting some of the bows he'd shot one of the bows a couple times and he was shooting the the hickory bow that we made for the um for the video because um, mm -hmm. we've made the Osage bow and the hickory bow and the hundred pound war bow. And, uh, as he was shooting the hickory bow, it broke. So oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he had, he had taken a couple shots and then just drew back and it, it cracked at, there were some, there were little, uh, like worm holes in the one, in the uh. one limb. And, uh, so that one, it didn't like, it didn't explode, but it like, as he drew back, it, it cracked on him and I was like, Oh, it's okay. It's okay. You know, we took a look at it and, you know, we saw where the holes were and, you there may have been <laughs> there may have been some um you know some voids inside where there was some some wood that you know maybe more worm tunnels inside that we could see so yeah. uh but yeah you so gotta, you gotta put it somewhere now pride of place yeah right exactly and so i said i was like hey it didn't happen at the end of the video you know it was cool we got through the shooting we made the whole video and yeah. uh, and you know it was it was I'm, i was uh 
not obviously not glad that it broke, but you know, I was, I was kind of glad that he was the one that broke it. Cause he was there with me for a long time, <laughs> you know? So like, I was glad that he was able to like feel that, you know, as like uh this is what happens sometimes to <laughs> he's interested. Yeah. It's not something just yeah. keep walking up. Right. And he, and he wasn't like, and I was obviously like, what gonna happen? I was like, it's no big deal. Like, of course it's no big deal. Like that bow was, it was a fun to make, but it wasn't the greatest to shoot. It had like a lot of spring back and the limbs were kind of helicopter twisted and stuff. And so, yeah. The reason why, I mean, not the reason why, one of the, probably the reason why it broke in his hand is because I just hadn't shot it all that much. Like it would have broken in my hands if I had shot it more often, right. you know? So it had kind of just like, I'd shot it maybe 50 times total, you know? And, uh, right. so it wasn't like I'd put a couple hundred, you know, errors through it. Like I have for the Osage bows and, and the 50 pound hickory, my first one and all those. So, um, but yeah, no, it was great. Like I had different people coming up. I had, you know, some people that I really respect come up and, and show a ton of interest and were like really happy to learn. I had like Mareko Mamasi, you know, amazing knife maker and Noah Vashon, another great knife maker, both come up throughout and were really interested and, you know, like just yearning for information. Both were like, you know, had said that they were interested in, in um, bow making and tons of other people. Like a lot of the guys that we know from the timber frame were super excited to come up and see me working um and asking tons of questions and uh jason messer was there like i've i've known messer for a long time he um he's one of the other uh whiskey river ambassadors and does awesome leather work and does like mm-hmm. axe stuff mm-hmm. and he was at maker camp hung out a ton with him and you know we had just a bunch of people all the all the good people came up you know all the people that we that we love from over the years were were kind of made their presence you know kind of came up and checked in and um i was mentioning to you before we started but that was a really good feeling to be like on the on the presenting side of quote unquote expert right so it was like that you know i had i had something to give back to the community um yeah and not that you know like not that i didn't feel like i had that in the past but when you're there as a as just a viewer and as a participant um you're surrounded by like this like seeming expertise around you all these makers that you know and respect and love the community and you're there to like see and learn and take things away um but to be able to give to that like put into that pool of expertise and then have people um you know come up and ask questions and want to want to pull from that knowledge and then you feel that level of, of respect that reciprocal respect yeah, um it's something like you can put me <laughs> that was great you just like give the grunt <laughs> the ronnie danger <laughs> it was like <laughs> Get no respect <laughs> yeah so like having you know that was it was a good feeling to be able to give back and that's that's the reason why I'm a teacher. It's that like knowing that I can give and I can inspire, but I can take inspiration from, you know, that's mm-hmm. that like respect, res- literally the reason why I love teaching is the reciprocal inspiration. It's to inspire and be inspired and be an environment of inspiration. So it's, um, it, yeah. it's, it's nice. Um, it's kind of like graduating classes of groups of people. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a lot of the people the first time, we went like the next time we went half of them were teaching classes right yeah and then a bunch of the guys we met last year are all teaching classes this year right yeah exactly you know it's really (laughs) cool because you kind of search out people like hey i know you and i've talked to you and everyone yeah you kind of go first to like suss things out and then and then hopefully i mean everyone's so skilled that you just go like hey i can 
I can do this other thing. No one's doing this thing. Right. How yeah. about we, I'll, I'll do this thing next year. And so I feel like every year someone someone new that we know is, is like teaching a class or like yeah. demonstrating. Right, exactly. And, or there, yeah, there's like something else that's being contributed, something that, like, you know, people mm-hmm. love, would love to learn about, you mm-hmm. know, and like, I wish there was a way that I could teach the bow making class and let people make bows and, and, and the time that's there, but it's just not it's a just real, not, not enough realistic, time. you know, like, and I don't know, I'm trying to think of something I could do next year that, um, could be something like that. I'll try to brainstorm. And I don't know if that's just like, uh, you know, I, I don't know, like maybe they, maybe it's, maybe it's wood, right? Maybe it's just some, like, I have some chunks of Osage and people can, can like chase a growth ring, right? And then they can take this thing home that shows, and then they have a piece that they can learn from and take with them as an example to then build a bow in the future, right? Or, or yeah. do that or make a bowstring. Like I have enough that I could have a bunch of people making bowstrings and they take it right. home. But and, then, yeah. but then you'd be spending all your time bowstring, t- like teaching, like, well, I mean, it would, yeah, I, you know? ideally it would still be like an hour or whatever, you know, come and do this thing for an hour, um, and learn a thing. Like I was able to, my last demonstration was a bow string, you know, I just kind of walk, work through it yeah. and pulled the three bundles and then Flemish twisted them together and made a loop on one end and twisted the whole thing up. You know, that took about 45 minutes or so to make yeah. it. So, you know, something like that where people could follow along and do it with me. But, but I mean, I'm, I'm also, I was also perfectly happy to demo the way I was demoing. Right. Cause it's like, you know, people will do that. You know, there's, there's several knife makers that do different parts of knife making or something like Evan Watson, um, you know, and, and, um, Matt Stagmer doing hand engraving, uh, you know, different people, like obviously mm. everyone's not going to come there and come away with something hand engraved, but, uh, but they can like learn and see, right. That's just as, I think just as valuable to be in yeah. the moment, ask questions and, you know, get some clarity on some things. So, yeah, I think it's, it's yeah. cool to watch. And then you, but you also, then you have shooting to, to participate. Yeah. Right, exactly. I think that's right. the that's the that's the cool thing. Like, yeah, yep, yeah. And that was you can, so th- you can talk about bow making, and they can see your bows, and they can look at them and right. hold them and stuff. And it's like, all right, hey, if you want to, you know, yeah, we're gonna go down and shoot for an hour. Come on yeah. down. Like that's I think that's a cool, that's a nice thing to do. Yeah, right, exactly. You get that experience of I seeing. Like, I feel made. like that's enough. Yeah, right. And then shooting, yeah, shooting the bows that are there too. Right. I'm happy to let people shoot them, yeah. and you know they're 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 things that I'm passionate about, but I'm not so precious. Like it didn't it didn't kill me to see that hickory bow break. You know, like if someone mm. broke the hundred pound draw bow, you know, or like, or my Osage. That's my like oldest Osage. Like some of those, I would have been mm-hmm. like a little bit, Ugh. but you know. I was willing to take that risk because I think having people see them and then try them, you know, and people that like, there were a few people that were either my height or a little taller than me, you know, it's like, and in that situation, I just mentioned to them when they're about to shoot the bow, like, okay, my draw length is about 30 inches, you know? And so don't pull back to the, your ear, you know, like maybe pull back to the front of your mouth or to your nose and shoot, right, you right, know, just right. because like, you know, I don't want to overdraw the bows, but most of the yeah. people, you know, I'm a, I'm a tall guy at six feet. I'm kind of that kind of average tall guy height. So there were a few guys that were right around my height. Um, but you know, so that was just something I would say like, okay, you know, these are bows are meant for me. Of course, if you're drawing short, lesser than that, it's no big deal, but don't out, don't overdraw them. You know, they're not, they, they haven't, they haven't built into that draw, but right. um, I think it'd, yeah. it'd be nice to do, get some more hickory bows made for next year. 
Yeah, right. But simple ones that you don't have to try to keep the weight up. Right. You yeah, can just have work on them for a while, and yep. then they're down to 20 or 30 pounds. Right. And, and they're not as stressed. Right. Yeah. You know, it's not super, you know, it's it's lighter stuff that anyone can shoot, and you're not. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I made a couple of hickory bows this year. Or if anyone else does it, they could bring right. theirs and, like, if you want yeah. people shoot them, or, or right. you want to. It can be a thing. It can be an outreach thing. Like, hey, bring your, bring your, 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 your stick bows and stuff that right. you've made because we're yeah. gonna, we're all going to shoot them. Yeah, it'll be yep. like a thing. Like if you if you make these things, come, and we want to shoot and like yeah. show me your what you made over the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be great. Um, yeah. So the the yeah. first day, um, I did. Uh, I split out. Uh, Osage day that I had that was kind of big. So I split it down the middle to show how you could do that and go by the grain. Mm -hmm. And then I, um, I removed the bark and removed the sapwood and started to chase a growth ring, um, on that stay of the first day. So that was over the first three hours. Mm -hmm. Um, the second day I wanted to do some, um, some heat bending to show like how you can use heat to bend. And I didn't have, I didn't have an, uh, an Osage stave that was at the right moment so i was using a hickory stave um which you can do it's fine hickory works okay with dry heat um it doesn't like it as much as osage but it's fine so so for the first part of the day i was actually roughing out a blank um in this the hickory blank that i had the extra one from uh that we had gotten from kirk dryer and so I roughed it out kind of drew the middle you know kind of went through that whole process of kind of like going from a prepared stave to a you know to a general shape of a bow so i did that in the first hour and then the second hour um i was going to try to heat heat bend it um so i'm working it down working it down and i marked the handle and then i i started starting removing some wood in the uh the fades out into the limbs and um and i find a big like um a, a inclusion basically like a big rotten hole in the middle of one of the fades or right in the, in the, the beginning of a limb as i'm going down so as I was doing that, you know, I'm kind of talking about, it. I'm starting to see little things. I'm talking to people that are standing around and I get into it. And so that was a cool learning moment. I'm like, all right, well I found something that's here, um, that can no longer be in the limb. So what do we do? And unfortunately at that moment, there was still about an inch of material, like thickness in the limb. It was still plenty thick. I was like, okay, well that's my new middle. Like that's the new handle. Cause like that obviously can't bend so that, you know, it's plenty of wood there. So we kind of redrew the uh, the length of the bow put the hand in the middle and took some material off the top so it ended up being about a maybe like a 65 bow. something like that you know 62 inch uh bow and uh, and then i was then the second hour of that day i was kind of heating and it was and yeah this was on um saturday which was the monsoon day so it rained so much at maker <laughs> camp and the entire we i was in literally like the best spot so up on the up where we were our tent up on the um up mm-hmm. on the tennis courts was like dry and it was an area that was flat enough but also not like downhill or uphill like it was flat enough that the rain that was coming wasn't really pooling inside the tent where we were and uh yeah it was great i had this little dry spot you know kind of i was on the edge of the tent so i was getting some rain blowing in but not a ton i, I did have one drip coming from the tent above <laughs> me that occasionally if i stood in a specific spot i'd get dripped on so i had to like just <laughs> avoid that one little spot you know but uh but i was trying to heat bend this hickory stave and i just couldn't get enough heat to stay in it to bend mm-hmm. it so i tried for a while and bend to bend to work to, and then it wouldn't work so then i just uh fortunately the, the two limbs they had this kind of funky bend to them but 
uh, from the tips, I was still able to get, uh, you know, kind of shape the tips where I'd have uh, the string go through the handle. So after a while trying that, I was like, okay, well, that's not going to work. You know, we're not going to bend it. So let's just, let's just straighten the tip, you know, just figure out where the tips are. So I did that and started breaking, you know, working it down, working through that process. Um, so that was the second day. And then on the third day on Sunday, um, I was doing in the morning, I wanted to do finish tillering, right? So I had a bow that was almost completely finished, um, to the point where it just needed some like scraping and, uh, you know, working it down just a little bit to get it to the point where it was bending really even. Cause it was a little bit off. I had worked, um, a stave down pretty far, um, almost finished it a while back, like almost two years ago. And then I saw some kind of cracks that went the length of the limbs, um, starting on the back of the bow. And so I, I was able to, I saw them, but I wasn't exactly sure how to deal with them at the time. I wasn't like, I didn't know enough to like, I just stopped. So I just stopped and put the bow aside. Um, and then more recently about maybe six months ago, I've kind of learned over the years that like those cracks are okay as long as they're not running too far. Cause obviously everything's bending with the limb. So as long as it's not a crack that's going across yeah. the limb, you know, if it's, if it's something where the wood splitting, that's not a big deal. All the limbs are all the, the, the grain is going all the same direction, all the fibers. So I kept working on it. Um, and then I, then I realized like, uh, more recently, a couple, you know, maybe a month ago or so, I was like, Oh, that's perfect. I can bring that along. Cause it's right on the edge. Just, I need like another hour of work on it and it'll like be ready. Right. Um, so it was a perfect demo. So I had that, I was able to work that through and like, you know, just, just using cabinet scrapers and knives and just scraping, you know, and it was just kind of cool too, because that bow had, had, um, had sat in the shop for a year and a half. So it had aged really nicely. So you could see the dark, you know, the darker brown, red, brown, as opposed to the areas that I was scraping. That was like the nice bright yellow, you know, so it was kind of cool. So you could see how the, the wood works and stuff. And so, you know, working back and forth, taking some scrape scrapes off, talking about counting, you know, like even number of scrapes on one side to the other side. So everything's bending evenly. So we're testing it, bending it. And people were seeing these little things and, some people were like, I don't know what you're seeing, but I trust that you're seeing something. And <laughs> at one point we're like really close to the end. And I was like, well, I can see just a little bit of like, I'm, I'm like pointing out like there's this right here is bending just a, a t just a hair, a little teeny bit out of here. And this one over here is bending pretty good. It's pretty even all the way. And I'm there, I'm like kind of showing people and we're looking at it. And then like Sean comes walking up behind me and I was like, I was like, all right, Sean, what do you see? And then I said to the people, it was like maybe eight or nine people standing around. I was like, all right, let's, let's see, you know, like, cause by that point, um, cause I had talked off and on about like how Sean and I had taken the class together and had done bow making and stuff like that. And he would kind of pop up and in and give his little advice here and there. If, or if someone was like, I'm doing a demo and someone had a specific question about bow wood, he would talk to him about that and stuff, which was nice. Um, so sure enough, he like looks at it and he was like, Hmm, he's like, look, and look, and he walks up, he's like, all right, there's a little bit of a bend here, a little bit more. And over this one, this is looking nice and straight. He like hit it exactly on to exactly what I had nice. said. I was nice. like, there you go. See? And they were like, oh, okay, cool, cool. It was great. You know, it was like, if it would have said something different, it would have been like, oh, you know, like, but, but I really, and it was funny because I said that. I was like, hey, ta-da. And someone was like, you guys plan that out. Like he was watching from over there. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was funny. So, so then we're there and, 
we're kind of we're getting it and we, I work it down and it's almost it's like bending perfectly it's really nice you know this nice D and there were a few little spots that I was still just a, a hair worried about but like I had pointed those out to people like this is what was my concern this is why I stopped in the past everything's but everything's bending nice now and I kept pulling it down and checking it and you know I was a, I was just using the um, like the stationary tillering tree the one with the notches in it so mm-hmm. because I didn't really have anything to like pull back on because I didn't have any like a rigid surface to attach it to so it was just I had rigged up a little um a little dowel system so it could sit on the the dowels in my um in my shave horse so it just hold it straight up and down and uh so I'm pulling down I go to 16 I go to 18 go to 24 and you know kind of just checking it and everything's going good and so I'm like okay well let's you know it's pretty much done now so let's check the draw weight because we hadn't really checked it yet and I'm thinking okay it's probably somewhere around 50 pounds something like that kind of standard which is good um, so we start pulling down and everything's going really good. And it's like, you know, I'm pulling down to like 16 and it's like, you know, 30 pounds and I'm pulling to 18 and 21. It's like 48 pounds. I'm like, cool. Okay. Well, you know, pull it down a little more. We're just looking at it. You know, I hadn't gone very far. Um, and then I pull it back a couple more times and, and then the bench actually like leaned over and I like caught it. I'm like, Oh shoot. And so I asked Sean, I was like, can you grab one to the top? So he's like standing behind the bench. He's holding the top of the, of the shave of the uh, tillering tree. And I'm pulling down a few more times. And I'm like, okay, we're getting up to like right around 50 pounds. I'm like, I pull down to about 24 inches and it, I see it, it's like 52 pounds. And as I'm letting it go, the bow breaks. Uh, it's like right at an hour in the demo. And it just uh, shatters. Like that's like, it's like a good break too. It's like, it, the limb breaks and like pieces fly and like, and I was leaning down. I was kind of close because I'm holding the bottom of the, um, of the, the scale, the crane scale. Right. Cause it's not yeah, like I'm, yeah. I'm not back from it. I'm actually holding the ring and I'm pulling yeah. down. So I'm right next to the bow. I'm kneeling down cause I'm uh. like close to the ground. Sean's right above me with his hands holding <laughs> the top of the tilling tree with his, basically like his chin on his hands. He's watching <laughs> me do it. And I'm like pulling down and it explodes. And there's like a woman there watching and she screams. She's like, ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> like people are like, <gasps> like everyone's like, ah, oh, pause and stops. And then I'm like, I, I'm like, I pause. And then, like you know, there's no shards of wood in me. And I look up at Sean. I'm like, "Are you okay?" And he's and he's like looking down at me, and his eyes are wide. And he's like, "Yep, I'm good." And I was like, he, like he, he didn't move. Neither has moved. We're like, but it was just like <laughs> pieces flew. Hmm. But it was like it was a really good culmination to that, like a bow. It's a good demo. climax, right? Exactly. I was like, it couldn't happen at a better time. It was right at the hour mark. We had like ten people standing around watching, you know, like. It was great. And, you know, because then I could also, like, then I could show in the limbs. Like, we actually looked at the limb and we saw there was, like, a little a little teeny crack. And it was right on a pin knot. And it was right in the place that I was concerned about. You know, so it was like, this is what happens sometimes. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. they break. I was like, and, you know, I could have just left that unfinished bow in the shop forever just sitting there as a like taunting me or i could have worked it all the way out to the end and it's either going to last or it's not you know so and and that's the other thing it's like you gotta be you can't be afraid to break a bow like it's gonna happen you know you gotta if you're gonna do it like you're just bending a piece of wood eventually they're gonna break yeah and and you could have brought it down more you could have right but but you had such a good shape and a good feeling and 50 pound is a fine right a fine like spot to be at Right, yeah, exactly. But, I have um, I have numbers of other hickory bows. I mean, of yeah. Osage bows that are perfectly fine in that. And right. you know, so, yeah. But it was it was a great culmination to those. Like, because that was the the end of the fifth demo. I still did the bowstring demo at the end. But um, yeah, it was like 
it was it was great it was like good and climax you know like a nice climax mm-hmm. and and then you know again like we all looked at it we kind of picked up the pieces and put it back together and showed where they were and people were like yeah yeah that's what you're saying you know you're concerned about those spots and that's what broke and yeah it was uh it was good i like i think that is an important part of like obviously like we do you know we always ask people their disaster stories because that's an important part of making like you have to be you have to be willing to like try and learn and sometimes learning means failing and you know and just trying again you know it's like yeah i mean it's that point where it needs to work or it doesn't there's a million things that go wrong just like in life when you bend it or anything a sword or or a bow all these things it's there's a reason they're not everyone does it it's not easy but it's it's not the end of the world that's the great thing there's more wood grab another piece of wood start again yeah exactly that's the fun part yeah man so you can so hopefully do it again next year yeah yeah i'm there another one to the finish i will document it so someone (laughs) can actually see that existed over the week yeah all right i kept looking and looking on stories like maybe nothing but yeah it was everything was great maker camp was amazing like it always is there were tons of great people and i can't name them all you know but like this year i made a point of like trying to talk to more people that i hadn't talked to in the past and that was really cool so like there would be times where i'm sitting around and we're talking to like you know roy and evan and jc and you know and like uh keith and and just like screw you guys (laughs) well i I would be like you know, if I would, I would like actively kind of move around the circle, you know, and like try to talk to, especially I'd try to talk to people that I knew, but I hadn't really had, had a chance to talk to, you know? So yeah. like I wanted yeah. to build some of those relationships or people that I had like become friendly with through Instagram since last year, but hadn't had a chance to talk to. So, you know, I had tons of great conversations with the people that we knew and love. And like, that was awesome. Just like it is every year. But I also made that effort to like get out and talk to other people, which was, which is great. You know, I made a bunch of good new friends and we had a really awesome group of, uh, of campers again this year, like a <laughs> solid camping group. Although all of us were like sleeping in tents that were sitting in water, but you know, that's oh, okay. Yeah. Hold how the tent hold <laughs> My my tent held up great. I brought the ten by ten and it has that whole like tarp bottom bucket mm-hmm. thing, you know, the bathtub tarp. Mm-hmm. Great. Completely dry the whole time. <laughs> um Sean's tent was not dry, unfortunately. So uh the first night he, he he stayed dry. He didn't like wake up wet, but his stuff around him was wet. Um so he took he actually put his tent after I shot Bose the second night he put his tent into the shipping container and slept in the shipping <laughs> container two nights in a row both on Saturday night and then Sunday night uh, so he stayed nice and dry it was funny a couple of people like joked about that and I was I said to all of them I was like of course go ahead like if as long as it's after when I'm done shooting like it's open it's just a dry shipping container so right um, but yeah it was great we had like you know Adrian was up there and then a bunch of the people that were the last year and a bunch of new people and it was packed there were probably you know there were like 40 or 50 tents this year you know like twice as much easily as last year and uh, and we had a really cool little community we had lots of like breakfast and dinners up there with that group oh, nice nice really cool so like big communal stuff where people would pitch in so next year we definitely got to do that again and we'll bring some more stuff i think the plan is to like really build it out and have like a nice big eating area that's like has a big table for everyone and then you know covered and and everyone kind of pitching in different like food for meals and stuff because that was that was a blast that was really cool getting those people and uh, a couple a couple really people who went above and beyond and uh it was great. I can't name them all because I'm leaving people out. So, but uh, but <laughs> yeah, definitely wanted, definitely wanted to say them. That was great, and you know, tons of cool things like new. You know, it's great like meeting new people and 
and, uh, you know, exchanging information with people and seeing people that I've, you know, seen in the past, but you know, it was great. We did, I didn't get to help out with the timber frame this year cause they actually ended up putting it all up on Friday cause, uh, Saturday it rained all day. So they busted butt <laughs> and got it done on Friday and, uh, it's great. They had a, um, a tool restoration tent, which was really awesome. So like you could go in and they had a whole bunch of old rusty tools. You could, you could just pick one and they'd help you mm. clean it up and talk you through the process and how you'd restore it. Go nice. away with the tool. It was great. You know, Free what, coffee in one of the tents. Oh, you know what would be cool awesome. What? I, well, I'm always so jealous, I think everyone is, of like people in the sprinters and stuff, and they've got mm-hmm. like these great little setups. If we could invest in one of those like uh, smaller teardrop ones, right? but yeah. somehow make a soundproof divider... <laughs> yeah, so right. it's like it's a bro like a, a bro thing yeah right. because i snore loud and everyone wants their privacy but it could yeah. be the same size yeah but you have this like <laughs> this divider with like one little like window where we could like chat if we wanted but you close it. <laughs> open the window close it and have like so you, relatively so you have the same areas. small like little king size bed <laughs> or something but yeah, there's two right. small twins and yeah, it's, it's, cool. like, it's like the bro sleeper. So you and your bros <laughs> can like both sleep in a tiny area, but each guy has their own like their own privacy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a little door on both sides. Yeah. You know, wouldn't so that be sit awesome? On the edge and stop. Yeah. Open the window between the two so you can talk back and forth, but yeah. then close it. But so like when some... you, yeah, when you want to like you'd be on your phone or someone snores loud or yeah. whatever it is, or um, you could have your own like side. But it's That'd still a tiny, a tiny thing. The bro okay. camper. The bro drop. The bro, <laughs> the bro drop, yeah. Was that a do drop? Yeah, hey, do drop. Do drop. The bro drop. <laughs> the bro drop. I like it. Yeah, me too. That could, that could be a project. Yeah. Maybe I, those things have to pop up. I've seen them all over, and it's like, I feel like some people get them, and then they just don't use them enough. Right. It's like, yeah. could you get one for a thousand bucks? And then we just, right, we just exactly. pimp it out and like yeah. put the super soundproof wall in the middle and put right, exactly. two smaller like cots in it. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. even have to be full beds, just nice XL cots. And then yep. like, we each have like a tiny little TV or something and like, <laughs> it'd be really cool. <laughs> that would be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then we can like, you know, break down the cots and use it as a storage, you know, trailer mm-hmm. that you like mm-hmm. carry the stuff up. You right? bring all the bow making yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and then you and just then put the normal sh- camper cots in it and then yep. you're good. Yeah. I can put one of, like that. Yeah. All right. All right. Sweet. So, all right. Uh, something to think look, about. Look out next year for the bro drop. Yeah. Bro drop. <laughs> Do you want to sleep near your bro, but. <laughs> Not touch him at night. <laughs> he snore like a chainsaw. Yes. This is, we have soundproofing. That would be fun to really, like, really Keep try to soundproof it. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like a layer of, like, you know, probably like a, say, say a three-eighths inch plywood in the middle. And then on either side of that, you have soundproofing foam. foam and then another, like, layer and of three-eighths plywood. Yeah, it's right. like a so six-inch yeah, six inch right. sandwich of the best stuff. Yeah, right. Three three pits of wood and and soundproofing foam. Yeah, we yeah we, we, we could make it a thing. Like a funny we could do. Thing. We're like headphones come down on one side. Yeah, right. <laughs> or do the the Jim Carrey like sliding up and down the window. Ah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> Can't hear a thing. <laughs> and then sweet. we exit out the uh, out of the uh, the rhino's asshole. <laughs> warm really hot in these dewdrops. 
man, that'd be great. I like it. We'll, All right. Keep an eye well, out. Look, yeah. we'll keep a look on the uh, Facebook Marketplace or wherever. Yeah, if anyone's listening and you have a you have a, you have Ooh, a good uh, lead yeah. on a on a teardrop or something yeah, we'll similar, it might out. need to be a little bit bigger than a teardrop, but you know something one of those small those trailer pretty big things, though because yeah. people put like they'll put a. Definitely a queen in there. Right, and yeah. We don't you, have much more, but basically yeah. you just need, because it would be our trailer to carry stuff. Right, yeah. Because mm-hmm. then you could do all the bow stuff, and you wouldn't necessarily need a truck. Right. Like, you could take a SUV. You could take the RAV4 or the Nissan. Yeah, right, right. And then throw all the stuff in there, and once you empty it out, you have cots, and you have... Yep. Nice and dry and warm, you know. We could put, like, little, little uh, like electric space heaters in there yeah. if we need and to. And then when you, you know? camp with... If it like you and Corinne or whatever want to yeah, go, right. like she still has, you know, she's getting teenage. Like, yeah, right, you get your own space. spot. Like, that's yeah. your own space. I'll sleep yeah, on this yeah. side. Yeah. Oh, now we're cooking. Could be a could be like that middle wall is like maybe somehow removable or whatever. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know. We can think about that. All, All right. right. I think it ha- I think it just has to be there. Yeah, yeah. If that's so, a thing, if that's a thing, right? Sorry, yeah. if you and your wife or one of if, if one of us <laughs> wants to use it, you got to sneak over onto their cotton. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it's a tight fit. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure Nicole and I'm sure Caitlin would be more than happy to have that to have soundproof have wall between. <laughs> Won't you come over here? <laughs> Snoring all loud. Knocking on their door. Sticking it up. Hello. <laughs> you stand on your side you loud. You stay over there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hopefully we wouldn't feel the vibrations there. Like, hey, yeah, I felt a... you snoring last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you... Stop vibrating the, the teardrop. Oh, man. That was great. All right. So, yeah, if anyone anyone knows, we'll, we'll drive somewhere and we'll, we'll pick it up. Mm, nice. Um, cool. Well, give me some, before we go, give me some, like... Did you guys have a good time at night? Did you get little parties? Yeah, yeah heck yeah. Had yeah, awesome. So Sean and I got there at midnight on Thursday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Night, or I guess Friday morning. Um, and uh yeah, because we left at whatever it was, six, some six thirty, something like that, and uh head straight up and and like walked from from where we, you know, got there, set up our tents, walked over to where the uh where the um the smelt team six where their stuff is chatted with those guys for a little bit because they were back again this year mm-hmm. walked down to the the blacksmithing tent and talked to a couple guys there for you know jim i don't know if i saw jim then but like we went over to the fire pit and saw jim smith and uh keith and and uh matt serio and and um uh what's it uh um uh, was it Burke? Uh, Burke was there, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like just got just tons of people were even there at that point. It was actually it was a good group of people. Like Tony and uh, and Keith from Working at Hands podcast were there. It's just like a good little solid group of people. I was like, man, these are all the best people are still up. You know, it was great. So it was like a <laughs> solid group of like fifteen or twenty people, and they were kind of all like you know slowly petering off. And um, I'll, I'll uh, say yeah, before you great. go on, I will say having something like a little dry nook cabin mm-hmm. will make the long stays much easier because right. i i feel like when you're doing that much when it's not for like um leisure camping where you can really right. set everything up the fast stuff it's it makes everything a little bit harder you don't sleep right. as well you're on the ground you're trying to put your boots on you know it's like a 
it, right. it tires you, it helps tire you out a little bit. Right, right. If we yeah. had something <laughs> up off that we were proud of, that we were excited yeah. to sleep in. And, you know, like with all the stuff in, you know, cooking stuff where we wanted it, like, I think that'd be yeah, great. Yeah, right. <laughs> Especially yeah. if you're going to start on Thursday. Taking the pro drop. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. All right, so uh, Friday, how about Friday yes. night? So, yeah, that was we were up until about 3.30 on Thursday night, and then went to bed, got up. Um, Friday night, same thing. You know, everyone hung out. We had had dinner, made it back over. People were hanging out. We we got in line for uh, for Mark Adams. At one point, we are in line for a couple hours like you do. <laughs> we hung out with uh, <laughs> that night. It was like Pete and Emma were there and, you know, a good group of people. So we were hanging out with them, you know, from, uh, you know, Pete and Emma that we met at. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Friends on the farm. That's when we sent the yeah. picture to you. Like, hey, missing yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I got some good pictures and then just kind of to the fire hanging around. It was just great. I mean, that's, that's, oh, I know what I wanted to say earlier. We were talking about a quote. It wasn't a quote. I wanted to, I wanted to reiterate what Brian House said, and he was talking about this on the uh, Work For It podcast. Oh, yeah, he they said, were up uh, there too. Yeah, so Brian was there, which is awesome. Yep, he had yeah, there were t- he had a whole bunch of uh, Apollo forges. All the basically, all the forges were all Apollo forges Hell at yeah. Maker Camp. Hell yeah. Um, except for like the coal forges, right? They still had the normal coal forges, um, but uh, they. So he said <laughs> it was a good thing. What he said, he's like. Maker Camp is like um, the social part of Blade Show, like in the evenings when you're at the pit. It's like that for the entire weekend with tools yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what Maker Camp is. It's yeah. the social aspect of Blade Show. But just tools around, so you can do whatever you want all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that's what Bla- that's what Maker Camp is, and I was like, that's a perfect description because that is what yeah. that is. Like Blade, when you're at Blade Show, it's it's a lot of like you know a lot of people trying to sell stuff. And Maker Camp, there's no selling. I mean, there's a little bit. Like you might try to sell some of your stuff, but it's yeah, really but no, just that's not what it's about. People talking and like asking questions and seeing cool things done and learning and building and making and having opportunities. Like there were so there was a ton more stuff this year to make for free. Like. Like everything was like a make for free thing. Like if yeah. you got had the silver pass, I don't know about the day passes, but there were there was nobody checking like like they were checking people coming in and out, but not like once you're in. Yeah, you could walk up and get right. like you know go to go to Avid CNC tent and get a cut out thing that then you take over to Lincoln Electric tent and weld it and like those some of those things were available last year, but there was there was a lot more free stuff this year. It was like a lot of people were just like wanting to let people make stuff. It was it was great. Yeah, if you were to have to pick between Maker Camp and Blade there's no comparison. I mean, they no, are yeah. apples and oranges. Right, so it's kind of yeah. not fair to compare them that way. Anyway. Anyway, but if you're just was, going for the experience of like, and the I will say, yeah, Blade Show is an advantage is mainly for the people showing and selling their blades. Mm-hmm. Maker Camp is for everybody, right? Yeah, everyone's kind of equal in in that that way. Blade Show is to to sell and to meet and to. Sh- go that that way but late right the, the maker camps kind of kind of for everybody yeah anyone who's interested in making you know there's yeah, such yeah. a variety of things to make and do if you have like if you have that drive to do something crafty and make something that's what maker camps for Mm-hmm. And just like so many cool people around to chat with and say hi to and get cool stickers from everyone's exchanging stickers and everyone's super excited to be there just as excited as you are and 
conversations are awesome. And, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have yeah. to get we'll have to get Austin on the podcast and I tell and convince yeah. him to do the second weekend of October. Because <laughs> <laughs> the only thing now standing in the way of me going to Maker Camp, and I don't even think an Orioles playoffs could stop me. Yeah. Like a first round. I think I would right. go now, especially after this one. Like, all right, fine. Well, they might not even make it. So right. <laughs> going to yeah. maker camp. Yeah, I'll see them in the second two games. round. Right. Yeah. Right. I'll be there for the second round and for any world series that were to happen. Right. Yep. Yep. So, you know, that and, and my son's birthday. So if it's, right. if it happens to land on the <laughs> fifth, all right, but usually they've never had it on the fifth, right? It's always been seven, eight, nine, or yeah, it's always that Columbus Day weekend or uh, you know Indigenous Peoples Day weekend. Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, because I think that well, they have the the um, Catskill Mountain Thunder. It might be that weekend before or two weeks before. before. So just two, so two like weeks they don't have. Have. <laughs> Well, actually, I'm okay with that because yeah, right. I was really worried. He was going to come right on my birthday or right after where it was forever in continuum (laughs) on on Maker Camp. And I cannot, maybe, see, you can't, you just can't skip your kid's birthday. You can't. Yeah, or at least like, you know, or unless there's going to be a few, right? If it's a party, like you can do the party the weekend. But fifth, I might might get away with fifth. Yeah. (laughs) Because we can have a party before and have, be with him on the fifth. And then that weekend I can go to Maker Camp. Right. Yeah. Or is it the fourth? What? No, we went. Fifth? We went. We went in on the fourth. Right. Yeah. And then he was born. He was born at the four four eighteen on the four eighteen. Yeah, that's crazy. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, so, we'll definitely uh, in the future. Yeah, push that little week at that party because it's right in the <laughs> middle of the week. It'll probably be always kind of somewhere to the week. So push it to the weekend before. You know, no one's no one's doing anything that first weekend of October. It's perfect. Yeah. Um. <laughs> We can go to good, can do a, do a, your son's party and go to go to the Renaissance Festival for you, and then we'll. Oh man, that, yeah. I, that <laughs> all that would be great. I would yeah. love that son's birthday party, Renaissance Festival, Maker yeah. Camp. How oh, what a glorious October! <laughs> but yeah, other than the rain on Saturday, it was great. It got a little chilly um, the second you know the kind of Saturday See, night and then I, into Sunday, but not bad. I feel bad. I missed the like that's something that bond that like it is. Uh, that yep. shitty bond. Uh huh. That's what we said too. It was you like go this, through the shit. Yeah, twenty 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 three is is the swamp year. Is the rain year right? Yeah, twenty twenty two. I'm going to be talking to people year. next year, and they're like, "Oh man, uh, that rain, right?" I'm like, "Oh, I didn't. I wasn't, I wasn't there." there. <laughs> oh man, you missed all it the was crazy. Yeah, it was. Rain, it was. <laughs> it was wild. It's kind of nasty out today, right? Oh no, nothing like last year. Nothing like twenty. Bro, you thought you're getting <laughs> rained on now. You should have been there. Uh, it was rough. Though. I mean, like the whole because the whole the middle of the field is all one level. That's it great, was a though. swamp. That's yeah. great. <laughs> That's awesome. It, yeah. No, it was like everyone. You know, everyone tested their boots. Everyone tested their socks. <laughs> like lots of brunt <laughs> boots going around, staying dry. I, I switched out my. Uh, my um, golden foxes that I always wear about halfway through the day and put on my brunt boots. The brunts, um, dude. My my golden foxes were keeping me dry, but you know I was like, might as well, might as well, you know, change them while I'm ahead. You know, they were Gotta starting to get saturated, so I was switched it out, put on the brunts. They were great, and they have a bigger heel, you know, a bigger sole. That was the more thing that I was dry the whole time. Feet brunts. were dry, feet were warm. It got nice and cold, uh, you know, Saturday night and Sunday night. So nice chilly sleeping, which was good, but not crazy. 
Ah, it was great. Yeah, sun came out on Sunday, and I woke up like I was all under the covers completely because it was cold. And then I like kind of pulled the covers down. It was just like bright sun in my face. I was like, oh, the sun. And then like halfway through the day on Sunday, there was a nice, you know, it's kind of just a little like sprinkle rainbow. here and there. So we got a nice rainbow, and you know, right over Maker I Camp. I, and, I saw all these things. I saw. Yeah. Like, the only and thing I didn't the, uh, see was. Dustin making or shooting bows. <laughs> I did get some pictures though, which is good. I reached out for pictures and got some people. Good. Uh, Matthew Harris, his uh, hammering is not this weekend, but next weekend. And uh, oh yeah, so maybe we can swing over there. He had yeah, exactly. So he had some videos of me. He had a video of me working or some pictures. So he sent that oh, over. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we yeah, should then, go to uh, that. I think I'm. I think I'm clear for that. Yeah, I'm definitely. We're definitely going. Like Sean Ooh, and I baby. talked about, we're definitely going because actually our wives are going to be gone on their weekend. They're up in uh, Rhinebeck, New York, mm. I think it is, for a big sheep and wool festival thing. So we'll be bringing the kids over, oh, yeah. and uh, yeah, and then um, yeah, what was I going to say? Uh, you know, Sunday was good. Uh, the the barbecue was as good as ever. The wings, ah, and so it was barbecue. great. So I we're in the line. I get up to the front you of the bring line. Bring any home? You should <laughs> yeah, right. I, I get to the front of the line. I'm there, and and uh, Steve Pellegrino's there, and Chris from Green Money Fab is there, and Will Shear. Those three again, you know, just killing it, oh. um, and just doing just doing awesome stuff. And doing God's work. And exactly. Uh, had uh, Steve had um, smoked chicken and ribs again. Oh, mm. they're so good. Mm. Like literally the best barbecue I've ever had. Mm. Um, and so like the, I walk up and the there's a woman who's also there. She's like, do you want chicken? And I was like, yeah, I'll take some chicken. So she puts a, you know, big old hunk of chicken on mine. And then, and then Steve, I chatted real quick. I'm like, is that your knife? Cause he was cutting up ribs. And he was like, Oh, these are all my knives. So, you know, he, he kind of gave me like, you know, cut up a bunch and gave me like six ribs and a bam, like this giant <laughs> pile of ribs on there. And then Will Shear comes walking up and he has a plate that's full of ribs. It's probably like eight or nine ribs, like a whole paper plate, just full of these big old ribs. And he was like, He's like, did you see Chip walk by? And I was like, yeah, I just saw him. He went that way, but I don't see him now. He's somewhere over there. And he was like, all right, here's it. Here, can you give this to him if you see him? I was like, okay. So what, I took ribs? this plate. Ribs, yeah. So it's a whole <laughs> plate of ribs. Because uh, so I, I got the ribs and I get like the you know some whatever pastas out and I put go over and I put my plate down and I'm walking around for four or five minutes looking for Chip. You know, I was like looking for Chip to give him this plate, this like plate of steaming hot like ribs, just full plate full of ribs. And I don't find him, so I go back to my table and I sit down. And I just put the ribs in the middle, and I'm eating my ribs. And I'm looking like the whole time we were looking, but like by the time we were all done our food, we we're just like people are kind of already going back up for seconds. And I'm like, well, Chip's not back. I've looked the whole time. I don't see him. Yeah. Like everybody just starts. So we all just start eating the ribs. So we all had like an extra like three or four ribs each <laughs> off of that plate. <laughs> and I'm looking, I didn't see chip for the whole day until like late that night where yeah, everyone's around the fire. Did and you, have a, chip. Did you have a, a, a rib? You should have kept one rib thing in your <laughs> pocket. Rib. <laughs> Gave it to Wrapped me. in aluminum foil. He no, probably no. slammed it that late I, night rib. I, I told him though, I was like, I, I saw him. I was like, Hey, I was like, you know, I'm assuming by that point, I'm assuming he obviously went back. He did say he went back and was like, I gave your ribs to some guy. He said he saw you. <laughs> and he was like, well, I don't know. So <laughs> I thought I was only like, I was, I was right there. Like from where, where they do the barbecue. I was like the first table in the pavilion. I was sitting right there and I thought about going over and pet telling Will like, Hey, if chips come, chip comes back, tell him Dustin has his ribs, but I didn't. <laughs> and we ate them all because at that point when we finished ours, they were already starting to like cool down some. Yeah, and I was like, well, at this point, these. they're already, yeah, they're already these people going any- back in for seconds like they had plenty of ribs i was like if chips comes back we're doing him a service by yeah, eating these ribs so these are basically inedible <laughs> exactly 
<laughs> you don't barely, want these ribs. You don't want these. these are, <laughs> We're going to choke them down just so they don't go to waste. But, you're, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, great, great meal on Sunday, like always. And then um, right after the meal, we got in line to get some more pictures because Mark Adams told me, he's like, come back. When you come back, bring your bows and stuff. Like He's mm-hmm. like, I want to get you mm-hmm. some pictures mm-hmm. of your bows. So I, so I brought back... A bow. I did see I, a bow picture. I I I, I peekabooed on your. Oh, good, I, nice, right on. I was just looking through my emails at night. And I'm laying you there, and it's Mark, like, Mark Adams. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> I had to look at a few. I was like, oh, what's going on? That's great. Yeah, I saw some now, stuff. You had all your tools and bows yeah, and shit. Right. Like, oh, yes, yeah, so I had great. the hatchet and the draw knife and the bow. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So those are cool. And I'm waiting in line. And then like. I saw JC Messer go up, so I was I went up with him. And we're hanging out, and Ed Johns and his girl are right behind us, and like yeah, JC's yeah. there, and then Roy Scott comes up, and Evan Watson comes up, and it's Sean and I, and then like Shane Mooney comes up, and Noah comes up. We're all just hanging out. This is a big group of people. It was awesome, just hanging out in the line, and everyone's like jumps into the line, but it was really just because we're all standing there chatting. You know, once we got to the front of the line, right. it was really JC that was there. So we all jumped in with his pictures and big, did like a big group shot, but then everyone basically hopped out he got some individuals. And then right as, um, it was actually Ed Johns who was going to go. I, I would like, he was standing right behind JC. So when we went up, I just kind of went around him. I was like, Hey, I just want to stand here to like, let's, let's all get in the circle. But once we get to the front, I'll remember you are in front of me. Like, you know, I'm not trying to take your time. Right. Right. So we're all waiting there. JC goes, and right before Ed goes, um, they start, They did kind of like the the ending announcements, right? So like a couple people different talked. Austin talked. Jimmy talked. Um, uh, Keith Drennan talked, and you know just kind of kind of finishing the night, thanking everyone to be there, and then they did a big fireworks display, which is mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. So that was happening. So like kind of the lights shut down, and we all stepped out from the line and got you know watched the fireworks, and then it was funny. Right as the fireworks go over, or as as the fireworks are going, the whole line of, um, of, uh, what's it, uh, um, the satellites that are on a line. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah. The Starlink. Yeah. Starlink. They all are like coming across the sky, right where the fireworks yeah, are. Cool. And people were like, what is that? Like, like, there was a lot of people it. who had no idea. They're like, Skynet, Skynet. <laughs> it was crazy though. You know, cause it's like 25, you know, satellites yeah, it's, it's on a row going perfectly together. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was cool. And finished out the night, you know. Each night went to bed at like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, like always. Uh, and just conversations kept on going. And uh, school got to, you know, talk to Patrick Reynolds, talk to Mark Adams, people we've had on the podcast. And, that's and, uh, so much. You know, see, that it's so much. It's so nice to be able to yeah. talk to people through this podcast. Yeah. Just yep. so you have, you have. It's 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 just to get some depth with people that you can't normally get. Like yeah. we like we joke all the time. If our maybe we, we joke last week about like if I were to call them up and be like, "Hey, can I talk to you for an hour?" They'd yeah. be like, "Are you insane?" Right, exactly. <laughs> like what? You know, I won't even talk to my dad for an hour. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> goes over five minutes. It's like, all right, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Right. That's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, um, it was great. And I saw um, Patty from, uh, you know, Patty yeah, Brooklyn. And, and uh-huh. she was like, she said she had listened to the podcast on the way up. And it was like perfect. Took it like literally as she was driving <laughs> into the Blackthorn, it was like finishing up. And she was like, I'm so glad that I wasn't able to do it. And that you guys had Patrick Reynolds on because it was such a good podcast episode. It was, it which was great. awesome. So yeah, we'll have Pat- Patty on soon. Yeah, and Patrick sent he sent me a message today. He said he actually went back and listened to it, and he was like, "Man, that was a great conversation." He was like, "I couldn't remember anything we said." He's like, "I must have really been in the moment," but yeah. he's like, "I told some good stories." We sounded, we had a good conversation. sounded kind of smart. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. and I'm I'm really 
I'm so glad it went well and yeah, and yeah, everything worked out. You need me there to capture all this. <laughs> Next year, I will be capturing yeah. and sending and like I right, post this, do this, <laughs> and we will get some type of video on YouTube. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And we'll, we and then now it now we know how it went. Right. Yep. We yeah, can make it right, better. Exactly. We can yep. make contraptions mm-hmm. for people to shoot. We can plan out like a more. Yep. Like, hey, As, free shoot, or we go like, hey, we're going to have like a competition. competition shoot right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, advertise that throughout the thing. Like, there's a competition. Right, so it's a big thing. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we right. want everyone. It can be between some of the um, presenters. It's just right. for fun yeah. to like, so everyone knows, like, oh, this guy against this guy. Yeah, right. Oh, and exactly. then this a like, bracket. Do a, do a, know, a bracket. Yeah. Oh, how cool that Sign be? up, sign like, up for the bracket, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be sweet. But yeah, man. Yeah, um, that'd, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. As as we were leaving on Monday morning, um, we were kinda driving out and we had packed everything up and we're heading out and and uh, I see Austin there and so I asked Sean to stop and I hop out and I just went over and said thank you and everything and he was like, Yeah, it was great. Like, thank you so much. You know, it was, it was so much fun. You guys did a great job. He was like He's like, in a couple of weeks when everything kind of slows down, he's like, let's talk, let's brainstorm, let's figure out what we can do next year to, like, make it better and make it bigger. And I was like, yeah. nice. So, oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it'd be cool. Well, shoot, shoot off bracket. Like, yeah, talk to people yeah. early on. Anyone who's presenting yep. wants to come on. Like, have the free shoots, but then on Saturday. Right. I think Saturday would be the perfect day. Yeah, do a, yeah, right. Everyone's there. shoot off bracket or whatever. Presenter yeah. shoot off, be like. And it's just like three shots each. Yep. So it's yeah. like a oh, rapid fire, like boom, boom, boom. All right, he goes through. Yeah. He got three here next. And he just <laughs> oh, it'd be so much fun. Yeah, it'd be great. All it'd right. So we got cool. the uh, bracket shoot off and we got yep. the bro drop. A lot of stuff for next year. <laughs> we got some stuff working. Yeah. Yeah. And then if we if we end up doing some type of target thing, you know, interactive target oh, like we thought yeah. about this year, that'd be cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it'd be a blast. Cool. And hopefully I can, you know, get a hold of a sponsor, maybe get, you know, maybe get a handful of, of like, you know, fiberglass blow, bows or something. I don't know. Or maybe get some wooden bows or even some staves that people can work some on. Staves or just some more yeah. draw horses or something. Like something to give away, even if it's like, you know, shooting gloves or arrows or something. Like I can give away some stuff. That'd be kind of cool too. So yeah, we'll man. see how that works. Cool. Um, well, it's a good lead into my recommendation this week. So one of the, one of the guys who actually hung out a bunch and actually was super interested in bow making and somebody that I met last year, just super briefly, but uh, really good dude, Mike from uh, big bear custom metals on Instagram. Um, I hung out a lot with him this weekend. Uh, Jim came up, um, Jim Smith, and he actually gave, he gave me another hatchet to try and he, he was like, go ahead and keep it. So I have two hatches now, but like uh-huh. Jim also brought some, uh, some birch staves for from mike because i guess like through the grapevine mike once i posted that i was doing the bows um bow making like mike actually reached out to me for a couple of times like what can i bring what can i help out i'm only like 45 minutes away i can bring extra targets i can bring because he he's like shoots but he's really interested in learning bow making so yeah, yeah. he was around a bunch i hung out with him had awesome conversations with him at night and also super good dude um just a really fun like inclusive part of the community so i was really glad to be able to get a um hang out with him this year because at the i think it was like sunday night really late at night last year 
he had this canvas or this like sign that he was having everybody sign. He was like, Oh, they're coming over and sign it. And that was like, when I met him, it was like for five minutes and that was it. So I'm really happy that I got to like meet him and get to know him a little bit better this year. So Mike's a super good dude and he does some really cool work. So you can check out him on Instagram again. That's a big bear custom metals on Instagram. He does metal work and woodwork and stuff. So, but you can follow along and hopefully he'll be making some bows out of those, uh, as those birch staves. So we'll keep an eye out for that. It would be great also in in a way to build it. We can reach talk to Austin about it. During one of the other events that might be mm-hmm. someone involved with it, you could do like a, a, a shooting thing. Right. Like the other like what's the the one you guys would go to? Um what do you mean? The like, the dress up one. For the bow stuff. Oh and the stuff at Oregon Ridge. Um, oh, like a primitive technologies weekend. Yeah, like a yeah. Shoot, like a, yeah. like a shoot. Yeah, like a hundred yeah. yard shoot, and then a shoot at a thing, and like a shooting right. course or whatever. Because you said yeah. there's a bunch more primitive stuff this year, like the flint napping. Right. Yeah. So if you combined all the primitive technology guys, right, and did that just like you have the hammer in and all this, all the other metal stuff. Uh, and, oh, to do like a, a yeah, primitive to do, technologies to, weekend to, at the Blackthorn at the Blackthorn. Oh, because then yeah, we could do. Because um, then you, you could, know, if I had would, longer, right? You could do if we had napping, like you could do days, actual yeah. teaching, right? Yeah, I could bring some staves, like bring some hickory staves, and have people cut them down and actually like you know tiller them down in that amount of time. Yeah. Because like when we did ours, we did it over the course of I think it was what five weeks, and it was like three hours a week. So you know, if I had three three days or two days, you know, like two long days, eight hour days, that's more than enough time to make a bow. Yeah, you know, even for beginning bows. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, do some right, and then do some like flint napping, and you know, maybe we make some arrows too, or something like do some some you know full primitive like yeah, do a primitive start to finish bro setup. Yeah, bow setup. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be real cool. All right. Yeah. Nice. All right. You have a recommendation this week? No no more fresh ideas. We're. um, (laughs) Yeah. No. Well, again, like always, it's it's a. Very popular thing, but uh, and I think I've suggested before, but he's got a bunch of new ones out. The Survivor Man YouTube channel, yeah, right just on. awesome. I've been watching a lot of those late at night, hanging with <laughs> for this last week with uh, with Grant, yeah, <laughs> just like trying to get him to sleep and just watching all the Survivor Mans because he has he put pretty much all the ones he ever had on TV up on YouTube, right? Yeah. And then he puts his director's commentary where he just sits there. And like has a glass of wine and and plays it, yeah, and then talks about it like oh and here I did this and this and like really goes behind the scenes so it's really nice. a great channel for that and if you ever like the show they're like all on there so yeah Survivor Sweet. Man yeah yeah I, have, I I do follow him or I subscribe to that channel it's great to see him do some of that stuff he yeah. had a had a series that he came out with uh, probably like two years ago now that was all like Bigfoot stuff and that oh, was yeah. super fun to watch right because it was like because he's a he's not a skeptic but he doesn't believe you know but yeah. so he's like he's completely willing to hear other people's stories and go out and try to find out like he just wants to know you know like if it's something there he wants to know and so that's that was cool here seeing it from that angle like that was really yeah. cool yeah. um from someone you know like you you know and trust as like an, a, an actual survivalist someone who's been out there and you know he's willing to go out and see if he finds out some stuff and see what the evidence shows is it it fun to watch yeah. 
Well, I will say that uh, this year I was definitely um, uh, more sore and my voice was more strained than <laughs> past years <laughs> on my feet the whole time. Throughout the weekend, I was fine, but, uh, you know, each morning I was a little bit more and more stiff. And then by that, uh, by that last day, that Sunday, my voice was a little strained. I came back and Kern was like, your voice is so deep. <laughs> I was like, it was, it was real. It was, it was definitely pushed to the max and, uh, <laughs> all the way up until like Monday at school, it was the same way. <laughs> and like, and you know, I was like getting up out of bed, I'm a little sore and my wrists are a little sore from work and hatchet and draw knife yeah. and my legs and feet are sore and. Yeah, it puts a toll on your body when you're when you're kind of up and working and presenting and talking for yeah. you know majorities of the day. And it, and I know there was only like two hours a day specifically, but I was in and out of that bow making area pretty often, you know. And and like and then also the yeah the extra hour to an hour and a half of shooting and you know just yeah it's a it lot. Was, it was all worth it though. It was super fun. All so. right, we need the need the bro drop. That's all there yeah, is man. to it. <laughs> That'd be sweet. We don't have to worry <laughs> about any uh, swampy areas. We get nice. No and dry. swamp. You dry. It'll be it'll be plenty warm compared to yeah. anything else. That's right. Just got we got to get there early though because we when Sean and I got there at twelve thirty on Thursday, it was like when we got there on Friday last year. It was oh. already packed. The whole camping area. So, <laughs> well, if if you're if you're presenting again, you know, it's like, all right, well, you at least got to save me a spot. We don't need a hotel, right? Exactly. Just save us a spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. all right. Well, thank you guys all for uh, for listening. If I saw you at Maker Camp, it was awesome to meet you, and thank you all for uh, making it an amazing time for me and making it an amazing time for Devin to be jealous of, which is <laughs> like, uh, you know, but you know, you have an amazing little beautiful baby boy. So, that's you know, right. it was, if there's any good reason to miss maker camp, that's a damn good reason. So, that's it. uh, you know, everyone, everyone who gave you like the slightest bit of shit was always like, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, yeah, that's, <laughs> right. yeah, that's, that's a good, if you're going to miss maker camp, that's a reason. So, it was a blast. Um, make sure you guys uh, head over to YouTube. Check out what we have there. We'll have a new video coming out shortly about the uh, laser etcher. Uh, Brunt, the, the laser pecker uh, Brunt Workwear was at there this weekend, and they were making hats, and you could go up and get a free hat oh, yeah. and get your logo yeah. etched on. Yeah. And they were using the laser pecker, too, to etch the leathers, which is pretty cool. I'm, I'm almost done. I was working on it today. I think it'll be awesome. out this weekend, so keep an eye out for that, folks. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah, and so you guys can head over to YouTube and uh, subscribe there and follow along. Let us know what you think. You can head over to Instagram and follow us there at The Art of Craftsmanship and at The Art of Camera Guy. And uh, if you want to support the channel and the podcast, you can always head over to patreon.com forward slash the art of craftsmanship and support us there. That's it. All right, Devin. It was always a pleasure like normal. Cheers. Um, Everybody else. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.